60 depressed patients took either 20 milligrams of Prozac, 100 milligrams of curcumin, or a combination of both daily for six weeks. The best response during the trial was with patients using the two. And the researchers concluded that curcumin could be used as an effective and safe treatment for patients with major depression. Uridine monophosphate. This precursor to ribonucleic acid, or RNA, provides instructions to your DNA to help create memory. This is by facilitating connections between brain neurons, the, the synapses. This is Uridine the supplementation is a nootropic, uplifts and stabilizes mood, your brain. is anti-stress, helps obsessive-compulsive disorder, anti-anxiety, and helps modulate and normalize dopamine release. Vitamin B6. Vitamin B6 helps your brain make serotonin, norepinephrine, and melatonin. The activated form of vitamin B6, called P5P, is particularly effective in boosting serotonin and GABA in your brain. For depression, look for a P5P supplement or a B-complex formula that uses P5P. Vitamin B12. This B vitamin plays a key role in the efficient conversion of carbohydrates to glucose, your cell's source of fuel. It also helps your body convert fatty acids into energy. Supplementing with vitamin B12 can help lower anxiety and elevate alertness cognition, energy, vision, elevate mood, and relieve insomnia. No more mood swings. Nootropics are a strong alternative to many antidepressant medications currently prescribed by doctors and promoted by the big pharmaceutical companies. But a very strong word of caution, if you are currently using any prescription antidepressant medications, or any medication for that matter, Research each nootropic, including side effects and prescription drug interactions, before you use them. To finally beat depression, you must figure out the root cause of it. It is pointless to try otherwise without doing your research and experimenting with various nootropic supplements until you find out what works for you. So good luck in your search. There is hope. I know because I've conquered my depression and came out the other side better than before. So, that's my report on nootropics for depression. If you want to see links to the nootropics I was talking about in this video, go to nootropicsexpert.com uh, and search for nootropics for depression or click on the link below this video. There you'll find a full transcript of this video and you'll find dozens of articles on all the well-known nootropics on Nootropics Expert. If you have any questions or if you want to share your experience with using nootropics for depression, please use the comment section at the bottom of the post on Nootropics Expert. I respond to comments and questions at Nootropics Expert usually the same day. If you want to see more videos and all the best nootropics used today, subscribe to this channel before you leave. I'll be putting up new videos on nootropics and optimizing your brain every week. I'm David Toman, author of Nootropics Expert. Since then, me being the way I am, um, I bought a mood booster, but it's a, it's a chitrotone.
so I was doing some comparison studies and that's how it came across this um, a lot of you guys don't know I've been a researcher for over 30 years um, it makes it a little weird with the digital age because uh, with the algorithms and stuff like that going on with the computers Things get a little tricky until you fine tune it. And then now you have the algorithms working for you. Now they're giving you the information and advertising to you the various things that you want in your life. Be your personal little secretary by analyzing the things that you you search for, that you look for, that you want to investigate, and the more and more you put these things into this that algorithm, the more and more it will. I mean, the big companies are using it to generate your information and to tailor your account and your activity to their liking. They can learn you from your habitual patterns. And once they study those habitual patterns and behaviors, pretty much got you summed up. It's possible for them to learn more about you than you know about them.
Sorry about that. I have to go do some uh, push-ups. I'm David Toman, author of NootropicsExpert.com. And in this video, I'm going to share with you what we found to be the best nootropics for depression. We'll look at the various possible causes of depression uh, no, and why it's not simply, not likely simply, a neurotransmitter imbalance. And we briefly covered 24 different nootropic supplements that work well for different types and causes of depression. Oops. Nootropic forums and blogs often describe depression as a neurotransmitter imbalance in the brain, and then offer suggestions on various nootropics to help lift mood and banish depression. But this simplistic view of depression misses the complexity of this disease. Recent research has shown that depression can have many possible causes, including an out-of-whack mood regulation by the brain, genetic problems, stressful events, prescription medications, and medical problems. Now, it's true 
that neurotransmitters are involved in the process that contributes to depression, but it's usually not a matter of one neurotransmitter being too low and another too high. Instead, you have several neurotransmitters, amino acids, hormones, and other neurochemicals working both inside and outside of neurons. The interaction of these neurochemical reactions make up a highly dynamic system that is responsible for your mood and how you perceive and experience life. With this complexity, you may have similar symptoms of depression to the person next to you, but the issues in your brain and body may be completely different. So what works best for someone else experiencing your symptoms may not be best for you. And this is why we say in the nootropics community that your mileage may vary when describing particular nootropic supplements and how it feels. And it's also the reason why I can't simply recommend a nootropic stack to solve your problem because it could be one of many things. And that's what we're going to get into next. It turns out that neuron connections, neurogenesis, and the action of neuronal circuits may play a more important role in depression than levels of neurotransmitters. For example, Researchers in Munich studied 24 women who had a history of depression. And on average, the hippocampus was 9 to 12% smaller in depressed women compared to healthy women. And the more bouts of depression a woman had, the smaller the hippocampus. We know that stress plays a role in depression, and research has shown that stress can suppress neurogenesis, which would account for the smaller hippocampus in these women. Now, we also know that brain-derived nootropic factor, BDNF, a naturally occurring protein, is critical for preventing apoptosis, or brain cell death, growth of new neurons, or neurogenesis, and growth of synapses. Now, please check out a separate article that I've written on Nootropics Expert called 13 Nootropics to Boost BDNF. Increasing BDNF is one of the ways to combat depression. And you'll see some parallel between the nootropics that we're going to talk about in a bit and the list of nootropics used for boosting BDNF. Now, if you've ever tried antidepressants, you know that it often takes weeks to feel any benefit. Scientists have a theory that the value of these medications may be in generating new neurons or neurogenesis, strengthening neuronal connections and improving neural signaling. So now researchers speculate that new medications could be developed that specifically promote neurogenesis. But as it turns out, we already have this ability with several natural nootropic supplements. Now that we know that neurotransmitters are not the only critical part of preventing depression, we can't discount their importance either. Neurons are specifically designed to communicate with each other. When a neuron is activated, it passes an action potential down its axon to the axon terminal. Neurotransmitters are stored in vesicles in this terminal. The action potential, or the electrical signal, releases certain neurotransmitters into the synapse, which is the space between neurons, and onto the dendrite of the receiving neuron. As the concentration of neurotransmitters rises in the synapse, they bind to receptors embedded in the membranes of the two neurons. This release of a neurotransmitter from one neuron can activate or inhibit the second neuron. Once the first neuron has released a certain amount of the neurotransmitter, a feedback mechanism instructs the neuron to stop putting out this neurotransmitter 
and begin bringing it back into the first neuron. This process is called reuptake. In those who are severely depressed or manic, this fine-tuned system of the signaling goes out of whack. Either too much or too little of the neurotransmitter is released. Or if the reuptake is overly efficient and mops up too many of the neurotransmitter molecules before they have a chance to bind to receptors, it can have an impact on your mood. Now, the primary neurotransmitters that play a role in depression include acetylcholine, dopamine, glutamate, uh, GABA, norepinephrine, and serotonin. Each one of these neurotransmitters can be boosted or their reuptake affected by nootropic supplements, which we'll talk about in a minute. Depression is often the side effect of certain prescription drugs. These drugs include antimicrobials, antibiotics, antifungals, antivirals, heart and blood pressure drugs, hormones, insomnia drugs, tranquilizers, antacids, narcotic pain drugs, and more. Now we know from experience that many of these prescriptions can be replaced by safer natural alternatives like nootropic supplements. But I'm not encouraging you to stop using whatever meds you're currently on without consulting your doctor first. I am encouraging you to seek out safer alternatives that often do the job just as well. Nearly all of us experience stressful events. And while not every one of us who faces stress develops depressive disorder, stress does have an important role in depression. Depending on how sensitive you are to stress, along with messed up neurochemistry and genetics, a perfect storm of any of, or all of these influencing factors can lead to depression. So please check out my video that is on the Nootropics Expert channel here on Best Nootropics for Anxiety, which includes several nootropic supplements that help you deal with and conquer stress. If you are currently being treated for depression or suspect you may de be dealing with undiagnosed depression. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm David Toman, author of NootropicsExpert.com, this YouTube channel, and two books on nootropics so far, Secrets of the Optimized Brain, and my latest book, Head First, a complete guide to healing and optimizing your brain with nootropic supplements. So go to NootropicsExpert.com right now and get your own free copy of Secrets of the Optimized Brain. Joint pain, swelling, tenderness. My psoriasis. Cosentix works on all of this. Cosentix treats the multiple symptoms of psoriatic arthritis hey. to help you look and feel better. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. I'm David Toman, author of NootropicsExpert.com. In this video, I'm going to talk about how to hack your mitochondria with nootropics.
Mitochondria play a critical role in our quality of life and longevity. They are the source of life and death for neurons. In fact, the natural function of every brain cell is in jeopardy without healthy mitochondria. Mitochondria are tiny organelles and brain cells that act like batteries. They generate most of the ATP or adenosine triphosphate that your cells use for energy. The human brain has a higher concentration of these little cellular power plants than most other cells in your body. You have anywhere from two to several thousand mitochondria in each brain cell. They even have their own DNA. In fact, they are your body's master energy system, allowing you to hear, feel, and see. Mitochondria beat your heart, stimulate your sex drive, and allow you to think. Mitochondria power every function and organ in your body. So the importance of maintaining healthy mitochondria and growing new ones, or mitochondria genesis, must be at the heart of planting any nootropic stack. When you increase the number of mitochondria, you have more energy to power through your day. Mitochondria are especially vulnerable because they don't have some of the systems that protect and repair DNA in the rest of your host cell. And it's easier than you would expect to hurt mitochondria. Mitochondria evolved from ancient bacteria. At some point, cells swallowed up these primitive bacteria, and over time, they've become your own cell's power plants. So logic tells us that any drug compound that targets bacteria will also have an impact on these tiny cellular power plants. Antibiotics are a classic example, or a classic enemy of mitochondria. And it's not just prescriptions that your doctor writes. In 2011 alone, 5.6 million kilograms of tetracycline were fed to livestock in the USA. You're exposed every day to these drugs that harm your brain cells mitochondria. When your mitochondria begin to deplete or get weaker, you lose energy. Dysfunction of mitochondria has been implicated in things like schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, dementia, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, epilepsy, stroke, cardiovascular disease, and chronic fatigue syndrome. With mitochondria playing such a pivotal role in our quality of life, finding ways to support them should be at the top of your list when you're putting together your nootropic stack. Now here are 12 natural ways to boost your mitochondria. Acetyl-L-carnitine. Alcar is an amino acid that plays a pivotal role in making energy in your cells. Alcar transports fatty acids into mitochondria where they're burned for fuel. Alcar then does double duty by carrying toxic waste out before they can do damage. The problem is that carnitine levels drop as you age, or you don't get enough L-carnitine from the food you eat. Low Alcar levels can happen at any age. Now, studies show that when your mitochondria slow down, supplementing with Alcar can get them going again. Alcar even helps reverse problems with mitochondria caused by age or everyday toxic damage. Recommended dosage of Alcar for improved mood, elimination of fatigue, or memory problems is 500 to 1500 milligrams per day. Alpha-lipoic acid. R-lipoic acid, which is the natural form of alpha-lipoic acid, is a cofactor for mitochondrial enzymes involved in brain cell energy production. Cellular energy is behind every single action that happens in your body, including your brain. 
cellular energy is required for muscle movement, producing new cells or neurogenesis, wound healing and thinking. The mitochondria in each of your cells is the source of this energy. This ongoing energy production process is called the Krebs cycle. Alpha-lipoic acid is a cofactor to two key enzymatic reactions within the Krebs cycle. In the simplest terms, without alpha-lipoic acid, cellular energy is not possible. And without cellular energy, well, life is not possible. Recommended dosage of alpha-lipoic acid for improving memory, recall, focus, and concentration is anywhere from 50 milligrams to 600 milligrams per day. Coenzyme Q10. CoQ10 is in the mitochondria in your cells. This is where cellular energy occurs. It acts as an electron acceptor or donor in the chain of reactions that lead to cellular energy production. When oxidized CoQ10, or ubiquinone, accepts an electron from another molecule in the chain, it becomes ubiquinol. And when ubiquinol donates an electron, it becomes ubiquinone. This state of equilibrium is necessary in how your body benefits from CoQ10. CoQ10 is a nootropic nutrient and antioxidant. It's high octane fuel used in every single cell in your body and to power everything it does. CoQ10 is essential for the normal function of all your vital organs, especially the energy hungry organs like your brain and heart. The bottom line is CoQ10 helps fuel ATP for the mitochondria in your brain cells. Boosting energy, cognition, memory, and recall. Recommended dosage of CoQ10 is 200 to 400 milligrams a day. Now you might find that the ubiquinol version of CoQ10 works better for you than ubiquinone, especially if you're older. L-carnosine. Your brain uses L-carnosine to repair tissue and clear away toxins and increase the energy output of your mitochondria. It's known as the longevity molecule. But don't let that put you off if you're, concerned about anti, if you're not concerned about anti-aging. Carnosine levels decrease with age, starting at age 10, and decrease by 63% by the time you reach 70. By taking L-carnosine as a nootropic, you can revive mitochondria, and even rescuing brain cells if the mitochondria have stopped functioning. L-carnosine prevents and reverses the damage done by advanced glycation end products, or ages. Ages are created in your brain by sugars binding to amino acids and caused by a variety of things, including certain food and cooking techniques, affecting word recall, response time, and cognition. One study even found that autistic children supplementing with L-carnosine for eight weeks improved their behavior, sociability, communication, and vocabulary. Recommended dosage of L-carnosine is 1,000 milligrams a day. Magnesium. Magnesium assists in converting energy supplied by food to a usable form to produce adenosine triphosphate. Now it's needed for the Krebs cycle that turns sugar and fat from your diet into ATP, the primary fuel source developed in your mitochondria. ATP must be bound to a magnesium ion in order to be biologically active. This is critically important to how your brain's mitochondria and cells use ATP, including in this, uh, the synthesis of DNA and RNA. 
Without magnesium, your brain cannot produce ATP and all your brain function breaks down. Magnesium is also critical for repairing and maintaining neuroplasticity requ uh, required for your ability to learn and form memories. Magnesium ions control the ion channels and electrical switches for this signaling. And using magnesium as a nootropic has been proven to restore neuroplasticity and improve cognitive function. Neurohackers who add magnesium to their nootropic stack report increased levels of focus, energy, memory, and cognitive ability. Recommended dosage of magnesium is one gram. Now you have one gram per day. You have much better results by using something like magnesium L3-inate as a nootropic supplement because it can cross the blood-brain barrier. Methylene blue. Methylene blue has a 140-year track record for therapeutic use for everything from Alzheimer's to malaria to urinary tract infections. Recent research shows that methylene blue provides a profound effect when hacking your mitochondria. It donates electrons to the electron transport chain within mitochondria, the process that creates adenosine triphosphate in your mitochondria. Methylene blue works as an alternative electron carrier in the event that things break down, like a broken electron transport chain that's damaged by toxins or stress. Methylene blue is a powerful antioxidant because it stops the oxidative cascade at its very beginning before it gets a chance to do any damage within mitochondria in your brain cells. And methylene blue is a monoamine oxidase inhibitor, raising levels of catecholamines in your brain and improving mood. It's a great antidepressant on its own. Neurohackers who use methylene blue report that it helps when studying, puts them in a better mood, workouts are better and easier, there's less social anxiety, and a better quality of sleep. Other neurohackers say that methylene blue helps them feel young again. Now, use only pharmaceutical grade methylene blue as a nootropic. And remember, it has a hormetic dose response, meaning too low or too high a dose will not work. In fact, too high a dose can be toxic. The recommended nootropic dosage for methylene blue is a half to four milligrams per kilogram of body weight. And please do not use methylene blue if you're on any type of antidepressant medication or you'll put yourself in danger of serotonin syndrome. Anacetylcysteine, or NAC. NAC is an amino acid and potent antioxidant. NAC helps make glutathione, your body's most powerful antioxidant. Glutathione is the main line of defense for mitochondria. It helps prevent and repair oxidative damage, which protect your mitochondria. Anacetylcysteine reduces oxidative stress. Oxidative stress results in free radical damage in brain cells and you experience oxidative stress every day, no matter what your age. A classic example is the aspartame in Diet Coke or other soft drinks, which causes inflammation and oxidative stress in your cerebral cortex. Mm. One study showed that NAC boosted brain-derived nootropic factor, or BDNF levels. It blocked the COX-2 and PGE-2 inflammatory cytokines and reduce the expression of interleukin-6 and tumor necrosis factor A, inflammatory cytokines, and it replenished glutathione levels. NAC's suggested dosage for cognitive benefit is 600 milligrams three times per day.
Clinical studies have found that doses up to 2,000 milligrams per day are safe and effective. NADH. NADH is the active coenzyme form of vitamin B3, or niacin. Every cell in your body contains NADH. NADH is the primary carrier of electrons in the transfer of food from your diet into energy. This energy is stored as adenosine triphosphate. ATP provides the fuel for mitochondria in each of your cells. Not enough NADH leads to ATP depletion, which can eventually lead to cell death. NADH is directly involved in the production of the critical neurotransmitters, dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin. So when you add NADH to your nootropic stack, cerebral electrical activity increases in areas of your brain used for attention, cognition, focus, memory, concentration, and decision-making. Neurohackers using NADH find that it relieves the symptoms of jet lag and the symptoms of chronic fatigue syndrome. The recommended dosage of NADH is 10 milligrams a day. Resveratrol. Resveratrol is the polyphenol antioxidant found in the skin of grapes. Resveratrol's purpose is to protect the grape from microbial attacks, cold weather, and UV radi radiation. Resveratrol is gaining a reputation among neurohackers for controlling brain inflammation, boosting dopamine, and helping to reverse cognitive decline and fighting brain cell aging. Resveratrol as a nootropic inhibits PDE4, which boosts CAMP activity. It also helps tame brain inflammation, which boosts cerebral blood flow, increases BDNF, and it prevents oxidative damage to brain cells and mitochondria. Your safest bet when choosing a resveratrol supplement is an extract from grapes or red wine, which contain no impurities. And ideally, choose trans-resveratrol or micronized version of resveratrol. The dosage is 20 to 250 milligrams a day. Rhodiola rosea. This adaptogen has a reputation in the nootropic community for energizing and anti-fatigue qualities. Rhodiola activates the synthesis and resynthesis of adenosine triphosphate, your body and brain cell's main energy source. Studies show that rhodiola saves injured neurons, and it encourages the growth and development of brain cells, or neurogenesis. And rhodiola increases AMPK, which is an enzyme found inside of your cells. AMPK acts as your body's master regulating switch. When AMPK is switched on, it triggers the use of stored energy from fats, it removes fats and sugars from the blood, it boosts mitochondria function, it reduces inflammation, and it takes out the cellular garbage. And the kind of fatigue that you experience, regardless of source, rhodiola rosea is like your magic bullet. Mood, energy, stamina, and concentration can all increase with a dose of this herb. To ensure the supplement you choose works and contains pure rhodiola rosea, it needs to be standardized to contain 3% rosevins and 1% solidricide. This is the ratio found in the natural root. Recommended nootropic use of rhodiola rosea is 150 to 200 milligrams a day. PQQ. PQQ is an enzyme cofactor and the only known nutrient that's known to facilitate the growth of new mitochondria in brain cells. Without PQQ, mitochondria wear out and brain cells age faster. 
adding PQQ to your nootropic stack should give your brain an energy boost because your brain cells have a higher concentration of mitochondria than most other cells in your body. PQQ goes well with CoQ10 because CoQ10 helps you make the fuel you burn in, um, that you make inside of your mitochondria. So you're increasing the amount of energy you produce with CoQ10 and PQQ increases the number of engines you have to burn the fuel. Recommended daily dosage of CoQ10 is 10 to 20 milligrams per day. Any supplement which contains PQQ goes well with CoQ10 because faster. Adding PQQ to your nootropic stack, PQQ. P to ensure the supplement you choose works and contains pure rhodiola rosea, it needs to be standardized to contain 3% rosevins and 1% solidricide. This is the ratio found in the natural root. Recommended nootropic use of rhodiola rosea is 150 to 200 milligrams a day. PQQ. PQQ is an enzyme cofactor and the only known nutrient that's known to facilitate the growth of new mitochondria and brain cells. Without PQQ, mitochondria wear out and brain cells age faster. Adding PQQ to your nootropic stack should give your brain an energy boost because your brain cells have a higher concentration of mitochondria than most other cells in your body. PQQ goes well with CoQ10 because CoQ10 helps you make the fuel you burn in, um, that you make inside of your mitochondria. So you're increasing the amount of energy you produce with CoQ10 and PQQ increases the number of engines you have to burn the fuel. Recommended daily dosage of CoQ10 is 10 to 20 milligrams per day. Any supplement which contains naturally produced bio-PQQ is preferred. SAMe. SAMe is the naturally occurring amino acid methionine bound to an ATP molecule and is found in the mitochondria of nearly every cell of your body. SAMe is made from methionine and ATP during a cycle that recycles the amino acid homocysteine. This cycle requires vitamin B6 and B12 and folate to work properly. SAMe is involved in the synthesis and breakdown of neurotransmitters acetylcholine, dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, and melatonin in your brain. SAMe also helps produce the powerful antioxidant glutathione through a process called transsulfuration. And SAMe maintains cell, uh, cell membranes and plays a role in a healthy immune system. Now, if this, that, that's not enough, SAMe is a methyl donor for the enzyme that methylates your DNA. When SAMe levels aren't high enough, a stressful event will result in DNA methylation. Instead, a stressful event enhances DNA methylation of your immediate early genes, which suppresses your expression, their expression and allows you to adapt in a healthy way to this stressful situation, which makes SAMe a powerful antidepressant. Now, recommended dosage of SAMe for nootropic benefit is 400 milligrams per day. But one word of caution, one big word of caution, SAMe needs vitamin B6, B12, and folate to work, or SAMe will elevate your homocysteine levels, and high homocysteine can cause heart attacks. Nearly every one of these nootropics are included in my personal nootropic stack. I find that together they provide the... I hope you heard what he said. That's the danger of uh, sometimes self-medicating. You don't know 
the interactions, especially with your diet and with the foods that you're eating. That's why it's always good to consult with an expert in what you're doing and what you want to implement in your uh, diet. It's not saying that you can't do it. It's just be saying being mindful and careful. You know what I'm saying? And when you're suggesting this stuff to others, make sure you suggest to them that they seek the aid of somebody that is qualified in the areas. I'm qualified. I, I, I know about herbology and aromatherapy and essential oils. I pass this information on to you. Whatever you do with it is not my responsibility. I'm not liable for it. Don't go around saying that, oh, Bing Lin told me to do this, or Mr. Invisible told me to do this, and I did it, and now I'm held up in this barn, and I'm going to kill my family. You're a nutcase before you listen to me if you're going to do something like that. And that's just a judgment. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. But there's a lot of people out here. I, I did the thing on psychopath and sociopath. There's a lot of people out here that are functioning in our society that seem as if they are normal. They are not normal. You got a lot of you got a lot more killers of the mind that exist, that, and there's serial killers in this field, that you do people that have mutilated and, 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 and done horrible things to people. Even some of those individuals, as sick as it may sound, and I'm not joining them in in their belief structures, I'm just saying I comprehend through the research that I've done why they made some of the decisions that they made. Or, or why they had to make some of the decisions that they made. Were they trying to protect their community? What they felt was uh, an element of society that shouldn't exist, or they wanted to take over the world and be king of the world. Or they just wanted a safer community and they felt that they could uh, provide the same uh, leadership that maybe Donald Trump or Obama or President Bush or Carter or Kennedy did. And they grabbed the the rain and tried to change the world for the better as far as they were concerned. I need for a long work day with the added benefit of quicker thinking. 
The neurons and neurotransmitters you're targeting with nootropics will not work without healthy mitochondria fueling your brain cells. Complete your nootropic stack with at least some of these nootropics for a better quality of life. And Performance Lab Energy contains four of the mitochondria-boosting nootropics detailed in this video. You can get effective dosages of acetyl-L-carnitine, or L-car, R-lipoic acid, CoQ10, and PQQ in two vegan-friendly NutriCap capsules, and they include a biopurine, which helps boost absorption even more. Now, after a couple of years of personally testing this stack, I can vouch for its authenticity. This stack helps increase energy levels and when used daily, and I can work all day long without getting fatigued. And even better, there's no crash late in the day like you get from using stimulant-based energy drinks. So that's my recommendations for the best nootropics for supporting your mitochondria. Click on the link below this video for a full transcript of this video. The original transcript has links through to each nootropic supplement I talked about in this video. You'll also find reviews for all of the well-known nootropics used today on Nootropics Expert, as well as dozens of articles on dealing with various cognitive problems. If you have any questions or you want to share your experience with using supplement, nootropic supplements to support your mitochondria, please use the comments section below this video or at the bottom of the post over on Nootropics Expert. I respond to comments and questions at Nootropics Expert usually the same day. And if you have a what happens when science makes a probiotic? Seed's daily symbiotic is formulated with 24 probiotic strains and patented prebiotics. Two-in-one capsule technology protects against heat, light, and moisture, and is engineered to survive digestion and make it to your gut. With digestive benefits like bloat relief and regularity, and heart, skin, and gut support for whole body health. So grateful to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, I'm sorry you had an Uber driver that left you with a bumpy ride, but hopefully your <laughs> stomach will settle. My stomach is settled. It's yeah, fine. good. Well, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. Ironically, I just had a phone call today with my friend Jonathan Fields, mm -hmm. and I know he was on. You were on his show, and yes. I, I adore him. So he yes, was like, he said to say hello. Oh, hello, Jonathan. Yes. So I'm excited because one of my favorite obsessions is the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves and how these stories become powerful predictors of future behavior yes. and really can define our lives and really set us on a trajectory to live reactively and not as intentionally or as mindfully as we should. And this is the sweet spot of your research Absolutely. And this incredible new book that is going crazy right now, and this TED Talk Never that just went up a week ago that already has, you said, I know it has over a million views, and you said there's a snippet that has yeah. 19 million views yes, right now? there's an excerpt of it, and in one week, the TED Talk has had mm. a million views, and the excerpt has had 19 million views. But beyond That's the so metrics, crazy. the incredible notes and emails from people are just indescribable. Mm. Um in the way they're connecting with me. Yeah. So I just feel so encouraged and, you know, doing any of these kind of things is a huge investment. And yeah. so when you feel that it's had meaning, it's great. Well, I would imagine that you had to know, I mean, after right, you, you published this article that was the foundation of, of what would become this book. And what was in, it was in the Harvard Business Journal. Yeah. 
And that went off like wildfire. So that was sort of proof of concept, like, okay, people are really responding to this. Yes. So you knew there was an interest in an audience and, and, and really more than that, like a need, like everybody can relate to this issue because it's something I think we all struggle with on the spectrum. Yes, I, both from my personal experience and then from my research, I started to become aware of how so often we experience things in society. Society tells us to think positive or to be happy or we get these messages. And I started to become aware firstly of how sometimes the messages that we get are mm -hmm. unhelpful. And then also to your point earlier of how our thoughts, emotions, and the stories that we tell ourselves can start driving behaviors in ways that are not connected with who we want to be in the world. And mm -hmm. so I very much see this at work. I see this in parenting in our personal lives. And so I felt like I wanted to write a book that really started to convey both the ideas of emotional rigidity, which is when we reactive or on autopilot, but also what are the key components of emotional agility mm -hmm. where we are able to be intentional and effective? So before we even parse the differences between agility and rigidity, maybe we should just define what we talk, what we're talking about when we're talking about um, the emotional landscape. So my work really uh, traverses emotions. Um, so both the physical sensations and the physiological mm -hmm. sensations and also the feelings. So when we then construct something that says, I am sad because of something, uh, the feeling, the thought that we might have, self-doubts, and the stories. So my work traverses this whole idea that our inner world, our thoughts, our emotions, and our stories often drive every aspect of how we love, how we live, mm -hmm. how we parent, and how we lead. And yet, so much of the writing that exists on success is effectively writing that's either about set goals and achieve them mm -hmm. or about the landscape of what success looks like. But there's very little that focuses, I think, in an evidence-based way, not to say that there isn't any, but in an evidence-based and research-based way about what it takes internally mm -hmm. in the way we deal with our thoughts, our emotions, and our stories. Right. And, and I think that begins with really understanding that as these emotions well up inside of us, as they do, that they are part and parcel of what it means to be human. They're entirely natural. And the starting point is really to discern the fact that you have a choice when they arise as to how you behave, that you don't need to necessarily self-identify with them to the extent that they become that predictor of behavior that leads you astray. Is that Absolutely. Yeah. So the, the first uh, point that you make, which is that they're naturally occurring experiences in us as human beings is one of the first things that I explore in both my TED talk and the book, which is that as a society, what has started to happen is that these naturally occurring experiences that really are incredibly important signals to ourselves in terms of how we're doing, what's working for us in our lives, uh, what's missing in our lives. What started to happen is that emotions either feel dirty, that they're seen as being disruptive, feminine, irrational, illogical, or what happens is we receive this narrative from society that says to us that there are good emotions and bad emotions. The good emotions are the joy and the happiness and you should chase happiness, and the bad emotions are anger, grief, sadness. And so one of the most critical aspects I think of my work is 
starting to really challenge this idea mm-hmm. that they're good or bad emotions. Right. And to really put out that our emotions have evolved in us as a human species to help us to respond and survive. And when we start getting into the space where we either block or suppress or push aside emotions, we actually stop ourselves from being our most effective, successful mm-hmm. beings. Yeah, this idea that there's a duality is a, a socially projected notion yeah. that perpetuates that vicious cycle of, of you know unhealth, I guess. Because if you feel if you feel sad and then you know like, well, that's a bad emotion, then you're going to then feel shame or guilt for having that. And you're just digging that hole even deeper and deeper. Yeah, that's that's exactly. So it's this fascinating thing where, you know, we have in psychology, we sometimes talk about uh, type one and type two. And type one is where you start saying, I feel sad. And type two is when you start having an emotion or judgment about the emotion. Mm -hmm. So you say, I'm sad that I'm sad. I shouldn't be sad. I push it aside. And in some of my work, I, for example, did a survey of 70,000 people and I found that a third of us, which is a remarkable number, a third of us treat our normal emotions, emotions like sadness or anger or even grief as being bad. And so Mm -hmm. we push them aside. Or if we don't do it to ourselves, we often do it to people we love, our children. We jump to solution. Um, And I, I think a critical aspect of well-being is moving beyond the struggle with our emotions into the other space, which is, this is how I'm feeling. What do I need to do about this context Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I'm in? Right, to detach from the self-judgment that usually is accompanying that. Yeah, the the radical acceptance of all of our emotions, Mm -hmm. our, our grief, our sadness, our anger, is a hallmark and, and a cornerstone of resilience and a cornerstone of effective relationships. That's not to say that because we feel angry, we have a right to be angry and we should act on our anger or because we feel wronged, we have been wronged. But rather what's at the core of my work is this idea that our emotions contain signposts to things that we care about. Mm-hmm. They're these flashing lights. You know, if I feel guilty as a parent. It doesn't mean that I should be guilty, but it does mean that there's a value often that sits beneath that emotion, that I value presence and connectedness with my children, Mm -hmm. and that I'm not feeling enough of it. I'm Mm -hmm. not experiencing enough of it. So instead of judging the emotion, if we can rather be open-hearted and accepting and compassionate of it, we can start moving into the space where we are able to discern values that are underneath it. Right. I like the idea that the emotion really sheds light on the extent to which you're invested in that value. So that guilt reaction really just reaffirms to you this that This has been Bill Clark presenting you alternatives for happiness, aspects of the mind. Uh, a lot of times we rely on others to uh, regulate and dictate how we treat our depression or our ailments. Tweaks or changes doing the proper research, finding out the information on what your doctor's giving you, what kind of medication you're giving yourself, instead of just being reliant on them, testing you out, utilizing you like a pincushion. I hope this has been informative. I hope this has been helpful. 
This is a different avenue than what I usually do. Um, I'm just trying to find various ways of helping all of us achieve what we need in life and in getting our needs met. Um, if we rely on others to take care of our needs, are they going to take care of it the one that we want them to? Are they going to have our best interest in mind? Sometimes we don't think about this. We have faith that the doctor is going to have our best interest in mind and that he's going to do whatever we need done to uh, acclimate the things that we need in our life. And that could prove fatal. Um, look at such superstars. And money ain't the issue. Look at such superstars as Michael Jackson. let that sink in for a minute money's no object so until you start taking the rain and, and helping yourself and doing what you need to do and alleviating the suffering both physical and mental I mean you don't have to take the religious stuff sometimes you don't have a strong enough mind to be able to do the things that you need to do mentally but this is another way this is another avenue these are other ways that we can uh, achieve our goals. All right. Hope you enjoy. Hope it was useful. This is Bark Solutions. Um, you can catch me on Facebook as Bingham Richards or The Invisible with two S's over on Spotify. Um, I'm out here. I'm trying to help. All right. Okay.